Cause he's the armchair quarterback He's full of beer and he's full of snacks The All-American man With a good one in his hand Yeah, the armchair quarterback He's kind of fun and he's kind of fat The All-American man With a cool one in his hand Hello and welcome to another episode of the Armchair Quarterbacks Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Frampton, and on today's episode, we're going to preview the NFL divisional round of the playoffs. The first matchup being the NFC showdown between the Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers. This is actually the 49ers' first playoff game at Levi Stadium, so I'm sure all the San Francisco fans are really happy about that. And the ESPN matchup predictor has San Francisco winning with a 66.1% chance of winning, uh, giving the Vikings only a 33.9% chance. And honestly, for the most part, I agree. I uh, I think San Francisco is going to pull off the win, although I, I'm starting to believe that the Vikings are... They're starting to seem like one of those teams of destiny that somehow make their way to the NFC Championship. I mean, I honestly wouldn't be too surprised with that, with the way that they've been playing. Kirk Cousins has been playing at a high level. Uh, Their defense has been playing really well, as we saw last week, what they did to the uh, New Orleans Saints in their explosive offense. But I just think that the 49ers are a better overall team for some reason. I don't know. I'm just going with my gut here. I think the 49ers pull off a win probably with a score of something around 24 to 17 something like that. I mean, both really good defenses, both really well coached teams with uh, Kyle Shanahan and Mike Zimmer. I know Kittle's been a little banged up throughout the year, but I think if he can be even like 80 90% healthy, he'll be a huge factor in the game. I mean, he's their leading receiver on the season with 85 catches. 1,053 yards and five touchdowns. And with the addition of Emmanuel Sanders, I think gives them another explosive weapon. I think Emmanuel Sanders is one of the most underrated receivers in the league. One of the, one of the most underrated players in the league, honestly. And on the Vikings side, uh, Adam Thielen's dealing with a little nagging issue. I believe it's a knee. Um, you know, he he was he played a huge role in that game versus the Saints, even though he had that fumble early. He made a couple really nice catches and plays throughout the game. I think this is going to be another one of those slower defensive type games. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this one went to overtime as well. But I'm going to stick with my gut instinct and say I think it's going to be about a 28-17, maybe 28-21 type of game with the 49ers coming out on top. And now for the Saturday night primetime AFC Divisional Showdown between the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. Now this is the game I'm most excited for this weekend. Mostly for how exciting it's going to be in the city. I'll be downtown tailgating with Be More Around Town, actually. I do some photography, videography for them, and they really know how to put on a tailgate. Uh, Live music, DJs, uh, all you can eat, all you can drink for three hours for a very fair price. And actually, after the tailgate, they're going to be doing a watch party with a Jumbotron, which is only 10 extra dollars. There's no lines to get into bars. The forecast is looking really, really nice. Going to be about 66 degrees overcast. Um, the rain, the, the chance of rain has uh, really decreased over the past couple of days. So I'm really looking forward to that. And if you can make it, you should definitely come out if you don't have plans for the game and if you're not going to the game. Like I said, these guys really know how to put on a tailgate and throw a party. Always a lot of fun every time I go, and everyone I've ever brought with me has had a ton of good things to say about it. Uh, they have special guests. Uh, I think this week they have two Ring of Honor 
players from the Ravens, one of which being Michael McCrary, um, who was a defensive end for the Ravens, alongside fellow Super Bowl champion and kick returner Jermaine Lewis. So some Ravens royalty will be in the house. Like I said, it's all you can eat, all you can drink. All y'all's barbecue will be providing the catering. Texas-style brisket, pit turkey, premium open bar, Deep Eddie Crush Bar, Miller Lite, you name it. Music provided by my friend, the one and only DJ Chrome, as well as Crushing Day, performing live music. It's the best deal around, best tailgate in town, and you do not want to miss out. So I'll see you there. Come say hi. I'll even take your picture for you. Now let's get back to the game here. ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Ravens the advantage with an 81.8% chance to win to the Tennessee Titans 18.2% chance. Now again, I'm going to have to agree with the ESPN matchup predictor here. I think the only way the Titans can squeak out this upset against the Ravens is if Derrick Henry has another huge day against them. I mean, as you can tell, one of the Ravens' two losses uh, came to the Browns when Nick Chubb exploded. But that was mostly because Brandon Williams, their you know their stud D tackle was out. I think he and Michael Pierce are going to plug some of those gaps up and contain Henry a little better than some of these other teams have. Now I wouldn't be surprised if Henry went off for like 80 yards and a score, but I don't see him having another one of those like 120, 140 yard games against the Ravens here, which I think has been a huge part of their success this season and has made it a lot easier on Ryan Tannehill. And it's going to make it harder on him when the running game isn't as explosive and effective as it has been. And that Ravens defense, that Ravens secondary, I think is going to pick off Tannehill once, maybe even twice. Because I think Tannehill is going to feel like he has to air it out a little more due to the running game not being as effective as it has been. I mean, the last time these two teams played, the Ravens held Derrick Henry to just 21 yards. I mean, that was a totally different Titans team. Uh, You know, their offensive line is playing much better. I think they're a lot better coach now I mean these, these are another set of really well coached teams and like I said I don't think they stop Derrick Henry but I think they contain him enough to keep him from being a game breaker and having one of those game wrecking games now I don't think the Ravens offense is going to be as explosive as it has been and erupt for like a 40 point game but I think that they capitalize on a turnover or two by the Titans and they still get it done and win the game with a score of about maybe 31-17. to 17. I'll go with that. Now on to Divisional Sunday with the first matchup between the Houston Texans and Kansas City Chiefs. Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. Two exciting young quarterbacks facing off. Two of my favorite quarterbacks to watch play, actually. Matchup predictor has the Chiefs with an 81.5% chance to win this game. And once again, I'm going to have to agree with the matchup predictor here. I just think the Chiefs are a better overall team. I think Mahomes outplays Watson. I think Watson really left a lot out there on the field last week. Uh, I think the Texans just really... I think they all left a lot out on that field last week. And I just think their run comes to an end. Even though Watson may have some more weapons to throw to with uh, Fuller being questionable, Stills being questionable, um... You know, I just I think they're going to fall short. I think the the Chiefs are just going to score too many points for the Texans to keep up. Therefore, they're going to win the game. I'm going to predict a score of about 34 to 14. I want to say Chiefs at home, Mahomes and the boys. I think they just they light it up, and then we'll get to see the third installment of Mahomes versus Jackson and. 
I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I think Lamar finally gets his overdue win against the Chiefs and advances to the Super Bowl. But hey, that's that's going to be content for next week. I'm going to stop right there. Let's go ahead and preview this Seahawks at Packers divisional matchup. Yet another great playoff quarterback duel between Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Matchup predictor has Green Bay with a 66.3% chance to win this game. Now, I agree that I think the Packers are going to win this game, but I'm going to give Seattle a little better chance than that. I'm thinking more of like a 55 to 45% chance in Green Bay's favor. I think Russell Wilson puts up a really good fight like he always does, but I could totally see this being another one of those Aaron Rodgers game-winning drive type games or maybe even overtime game where Rodgers, you know, does Rodgers-like things and uh, goes on one of those <laughs> epic game-winning drives that he that he so often does and has made himself famous for. Um, and them being at home just makes it uh, that much more favorable for them. If this game was in Seattle, I may even probably pick the Seahawks to win that one. But being that it's at home, I just think Rodgers, you know, gets it done even if they bottle up Aaron Jones. Now, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle won this game. I might even take the Seahawks plus four this week because I think it's going to be one of those really close games. And the Seahawks may may even win the game, you know, but I'm going to give the slight advantage to the Packers and uh, they'll see the 49ers in the NFC Championship. That's my prediction. And I'll go ahead and give it a score of 27-28 Packers. Now, that's divisional round weekend wrapped up i had a couple questions submitted on uh, facebook that i'm gonna go ahead and uh, take the time to answer now the first one coming from stan on facebook he asks which quarterback out of the ones left in the playoffs would you start a franchise with now as much as i love and would like to say lamar jackson i'm gonna have to go ahead and say patrick mahomes I think he's the most clear-cut, best, and most prolific quarterback left in the playoffs and in the entire league, to be honest. And anytime I'm asked a question that involves starting a franchise with a certain player, one of the things I take into great consideration is their age. And Patrick Mahomes is only 24. Lamar Jackson is 23, so he's a year older than Lamar. But he's just the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And especially being as young as he is, that's the guy I'm going to start my franchise with. He's a pure pocket passer with the ability to make any throw on the field. One of the strongest arms I've ever seen. He has enough agility and athleticism to escape the pocket and use his legs to pick up first downs, run touchdowns. Now, not quite on the same level as Lamar, but he's so much better of a passer and the best passer that we've seen in a long time, that it makes up for for that when in comparison to Lamar. Now, we've obviously seen more out of Patrick Mahomes than we have Lamar, but I mean, I think it's safe to say that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, and I don't foresee anyone really dethroning him from that spot. I mean, if Lamar can continue to sustain the numbers that he has rushing and passing – I mean, then you could you could argue and say 
that Lamar is the best quarterback in the league, and that may even change my mind, but that has yet to be seen. Um, I think Mahomes' style of play is more sustainable. Uh, I think Andy Reid has done a really good job with him, but even, you know, I'm not going to put Mahomes' success on Andy Reid. I think he's a raw talent. And I think Andy Reid definitely has has helped some, but it's more so to do with Mahomes and his ability than it is what Andy Reid has done with him. I, no discredit to what Andy Reid has done, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league at 24 years old. And when I say his style of play is more sustainable than Lamar's, I mean... I'm not saying it's because Lamar is more susceptible to injury with what he does. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think that he is, but I mean, let's be real. He hasn't really suffered a major injury when he's got he's got about a year and some change under his belt. You know, he's ran the ball more than <laughs> more than a lot of these quarterbacks have even even combined. And it's funny, the the quarterbacks who are pocket passers and don't run nowhere near as much are the are the ones getting hurt. And Lamar's Lamar's not the one getting hurt, um, but still, yeah, you got to go with Mahomes here to start a franchise. Thank you, Stan, for that question. Uh, I love questions like that because it, you know, it's fitting to the name of the show, Armchair Quarterback. That's what I would do, you know, if I were to start a franchise. I'd start my franchise with Patrick Mahomes of the remaining QBs. Thank you again for the question and for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, now, another question we got is from Boomer on Facebook. He asks, who has more rushing touchdowns on Saturday, Derrick Henry or Lamar Jackson? Um, like I said, I, I could see Henry going for about 80 yards and a score. I could also, you know, I also see Lamar definitely punching a run into the end zone. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that they both finished the game with one. I think Lamar has two passing one rushing I'm gonna go ahead and say that the Ravens get a defensive score in this game as well um so yeah I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a tie I think they both finish with one um to take it a step further and make a even bolder prediction I think Lamar is gonna have I think Lamar is gonna have more yards than Henry rushing in the game so thank you Boomer for uh asking that question and I hope that answer suffices for you all right, we got another Facebook question here from Cruz. He asks, which QB is under the most pressure this week? Now, I'm going to go ahead and say Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G is going to be under the most pressure this week, both literally and figuratively. Uh, you see how the Vikings have you know, been getting to the quarterback this year, how they got to Drew Brees last week. So I think he's going to be under physical pressure throughout the game. But also, it being the 49ers' first home playoff game in the new stadium, you know, a lot of people have been skeptical of Jimmy G getting all the money that he got, you know, because he hasn't really shown much around the league, yet he got that big contract from the 49ers, even though he's, he's you know, he's earned he's earned that some of that money this year. I think he's played really well. Um, but I think he's going to be under the most pressure this week. I think that Vikings team, you know, like I said, I think they're they're looking like one of these teams of destiny for some odd reason. And, uh, you know, them being the, the higher seed, playing at home, you know, it's his. I believe it's his first playoff appearance. And, yeah, I think he is going to be under the most pressure this week. Him and, honestly, I think 
to go a little further, I think Lamar is probably runner-up to Jimmy G for being under the most pressure this week, you know, being the number one overall seed, playing at home. You know, Lamar's always, I feel like, under a lot of pressure. He plays with a huge chip on his shoulder. He's always under a ton of scrutiny with his playing style and his age and everything. But I think Jimmy G is under the most pressure, followed closely by Lamar. Thank you, Cruz, for that question. And now, last but certainly not least, we had a video question submission from Colin. Let's go ahead and hear that. So my question for you, Nick, is if the Ravens win the coin toss at the beginning of the game, do the Ravens go super aggressive and they take the ball first with a chance of scoring first with a touchdown, uh, putting a lot more pressure on the Titans straight out the gate? Or do you take the safe bet by uh, electing to defer, giving them the ball first, hoping for a three and out, scoring anyway, and then getting the ball at second half? Thanks. No, thank you for sending that in. That's a really good question. If I'm the Ravens and I win the toss, now normally I'm a firm believer in always deferring to get the ball back in the second half, but I don't know. This situation is kind of unique because I feel like the Ravens have been really aggressive this year, You know, especially with all the times they've gone forward on fourth, which seem to work out in their favor more often than not. And I think them being aggressive had a lot has a lot to do with where they are right now being the number one overall seed. I you know, as much of a firm believer I am in deferring to get the ball back in second half, I think this is, like I said, a unique situation where this, you know, this team has thrived on being aggressive and they have a ton of confidence in their offense, in their young superstar quarterback. And I think I'd go against my normal strategy and receive the ball and show my young quarterback and my offense how confident I am in them and go down, march down the field and punch in a, in a score to start the game. And I think, you know, at the start of the year, a lot of people were claiming the Ravens defense was suspect and such, but then they went on this you know, crazy run where they were just blowing these teams out and their defense started you know, playing with a lead instead of playing from behind. And I think that has a lot to do with how well their defense has played since then. And I think anytime the defense is playing with a lead, I think they're more they're more comfortable and they can they can be more aggressive to force more turnovers and make more plays. So I think that's another reason why I would receive the ball. You know, other than putting that confidence into your offense and your young quarterback, um going down and putting points on the board and having your defense play with the lead again like they have been so often throughout the year and they've been successful at that and they've been pretty successful on opening offensive drives as well so that's another reason and I'm pretty sure the Titans you know haven't been very well defensively on opening drives on their end you know so it's likely that the Ravens will go down and score and get an early lead but at the same time the Titans offense you know, has done a really good job on their opening offensive drives, punching in scores as well. So, yeah, I think all signs point to the Ravens being aggressive and receiving the ball to start the game. Yeah, I think I'd go against, like I said, my normal strategy of always getting the ball back if I can. And, yeah, if I'm the Ravens, I've got Lamar Jackson. I've got the one of the most explosive offenses of all time, the most explosive offense in Ravens history. Like I said, that's what got them here, being aggressive, and I think that's what's going to get them to the promised land. Keep doing what you're doing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
yeah, I'd, I'd go ahead and receive this ball in this situation. It's the playoffs. Go hard or go home. Thank you again for submitting that question. Thank you to everyone that submitted questions, whether it be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me on all those outlets. On Facebook, it's the Armchair Quarterbacks Podcast. On Twitter, it's Armchair QBs Pod. Instagram, it's Armchair Quarterbacks Podcast. Um, feel free to reply to my stories. Send me a DM. Comment on my posts. You know, asking whatever questions you may want want to hear me answer. And uh, yeah, if you could subscribe, rate the show, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in a couple days. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of snacks. The All-American.